0: our ability to love unconditionally with flaws and imperfections allows for every moment of life to be full of gratitude bliss abundance and ever expanding love when you see or furthermore i should say when you can see how your life is the most amazing love affair alongside all your loved ones and humanity that life is a never-ending creator of miracles and puzzle pieces which always brings about your consciousness expansion and that of humanity's That is, if the opportunity to expand and create is taken. And remember that we do have to choose to practice being in our ventral vagal state, guys, that nervous system's response and our mindfulness brain. And we get to talk a little bit about that in most of the episodes. So remember that's very important because the hijacked fear brain will not be able to take that opportunity because they're already in a defense mechanism of their nervous system and their brain has been again hijacked by that fear response whatever safety behaviors have served them to stay safe again enough of that so when the choice of expanding consciousness has been taken then you will know what enlightenment is and what it actually means to live it every day fyi that is a person being a functional adult forgiving nuanced knowing that there is not an evil button there is a shame button And it really isn't a button, it's an actual physiological stance that our body can take, and there's a way that our brain wires. And all of this is indicative of why there are many adoptive children out there who are harsh, unforgiving, not in any way, shape, or form open-minded, although they may think they are. So, long story short, enlightenment is a functional adult who's open-minded and knows everyone has trauma, not that there's this evil thing existing in somebody's body but that there's a nervous system and a brain that develops a certain way so again as we move forward it is from a mind heart and body in this place that you will know what living the isness of life is what living beyond your quote-unquote self is what doing something to help all people and all living things including our earth's resources is it is here that you truly catch a glimpse of what the word love, L O V E capitalized, actually means in action, which is also exactly what expanding consciousness is. And enlightenment, as a soul age group, knows all of these things, FYI. Pure love, compassion, kindness, empathy, these are the aspects that give a sense of safety from within and without, in the external. It is from this place that we see the true heart of all people. All humanity has a heart that is this. They may not know it, but it is this. That we create and co-create what we want to bring forth worldwide. Divide is a choice by the people of all lands. Every time people choose to speak, act, and take steps that are not loving, not compassionate, or equanimous when differences arise amongst each other. So whenever people choose... To be in their adaptive child response the choice of staying separate and battling is not something that stems from the heart it stems from our hijacked fear brain survival fear and lack in fact it's a physiological response guys this is where these individuals are not actually thinking clearly because they're already in their safety behavior response they don't know who they are because they're not connected to their Ventrovagal vagal state as a person so their prefrontal cortex is not engaged what is engaged is their amygdala and if they're already in their survival mode guess what happens to the hippocampus as it gets saturated with cortisol and by the way the stress hormones such as cortisol turn off our lovely oxytocin gene our love hormone so if you're not in a state of love and compassion which most people are not if they're getting upset at anything from that moment forth, we can always use our words. That's exactly one of those things that we have as a people. So welcome again, and I look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back to my lovely IHP community. Hopefully the energies are treating you all well. I'm sure those of you who are getting familiar with your 5d body type mindset type the ones of you who have been tuning in so you're practicing self-empowerment you're understanding the process of enlightenment which is moving from twos to threes right we're always moving to the neutrality land and above and so even as the Ruth quote on trauma therapy it works when you can help a person with the mind the body and the brain and allow them to all work together there's always threes if you've noticed when it comes to transformation in fact the number three is of change and while those who are not in the enlightenment soul age group tend to see the outside world as it changes with duality so they stay in separateness consciousness with a we group leader and it's not a good or bad thing no perspective is good or bad now i know some people will beg to differ but this is again a podcast for those who are in the enlightenment soul age group so i'm speaking primarily to people who enjoy life and know that if they're not actually dying in a ditch they're still going to be alive today and they get to keep trying to support the world and all of us to get along so that's the primary focus and in fact if there's one thing on our mind it's always going to be the basic actual necessities for us to live which would be air water and soil and other than that, it's like a little soap opera of a bunch of people that have a bunch of egos that actually don't remember that we're all mortal. We don't all know what happens after death because we can all hypothesize based on there's So many things, so many things can be in La La Land. And while others who are social compulsions, and we do respect, we know how to respect people around, Again, the podcast is not for those people who are in social compulsions or with egos for that matter. And in fact, this one particularly, it even states for those who want to be beyond the energies and the mindset of 3D, 4D, which is all that is in separatist consciousness. Because what 5D is, is oneness consciousness, which means you know you're one big ball of energy with everybody else. And as we heard in one of the episodes, and I will be keeping that one in mind, really if you look at every person as a fragment of your own consciousness, a fragment meaning a potential traumatized, a charged state, so that they have emotions, thoughts, things that are charged, like the younger versions of ourselves, which we all have younger parts. Okay, consciousness is primary and secondary, it's an energetic format. But it comes through your own thinking, guys, because I wouldn't be speaking if I didn't have thought, man. I'd be, I don't know, grazing out in the pasture somewhere. And maybe not even. Maybe I'd just be banging a rock without any idea what the hell I was doing. But I'm not. I'm thinking and I'm speaking and I'm doing it actually in quite the coherent way, at least for my brain. I'm sure linear brain people and the ones with this stuff don't think that But that's why they're not the ones tuning in here. They're tuning in into other sticklers with the butts and uh, trying to hold on to the rigid system that they so much think is the best of the best of the best of the best. You know, the funny thing is I used to be such a perfectionist. I still remember being that annoying child, quote unquote. I didn't consider myself annoying, but apparently everybody else did. And I did not as a child because it was not a good thing to do. So it was being a bad person, which equaled being somebody who was not doing a good thing for others and the world and that level of it wasn't fear like oh my god I'm going to be punished because I have a mother who taught me the balance between um, doing things with a sense of logic and safety versus doing stupid things and uh, I just listened I guess I can say that (laughs) because why wouldn't I but what I was trying to get at is the emotion of a nine-year-old ten-year-old if you actually try to feel back you'll feel the sensations you actually will note the difference between the 11 and 12 year old you or the 14 15 16 year old you so that is where i became definitely a lot more dude fuck off and leave me be and yes i'm okay with my perfectionism for example when i got to about 18 i remember paying attention peeing (laughs) peeing yes but not that but actually there is a funny story but I won't share that one paying attention to um, the fact that whenever I would be doing homework and working on my grades it would feel like I was using a lot of energy so my body was tense And I remember just saying, you don't have to be in this state, in the body, you can just relax. I mean, it doesn't matter if you put in all this effort or not, you're still doing the same amount of work, but the difference is your body is involved in a way that seems tiresome. So I didn't learn about the nervous system until recently, as you all know. Well, I had just identified sensations because our body is sensations, first of all, and how it was not helping me to have more energy. It was just keeping me in this posture and actually making it feel like I was this train I was doing but it was it was a stupid way to use my intellect and time like that was very clear as it was clear when I would get angry that I was getting stupider by the minute and not being able to be coherent or make my case for whatever I was discussing (laughs) so that too you know and that is in the age group so everyone who is now an adult to me when i see them and any person who is in a sphere of enlightenment so they're in a ventral vagal state with their prefrontal cortex locked in they're in 5d this oneness consciousness it's we're all one big lovely family here on earth don't have to believe in anything because as adults you don't have to believe in anything to know we're one big ball that lives on earth that has oxygen for now and water for now and soil for now and that actually just. One second from now, an asteroid could hit us, and there we go poof, we're gone. Bye bye. So, all this time for all the soap opera people spending it in this la la land of who knows what and trying to foresee the future instead of being in now and actually remembering we co create. You know how many people use their mind to watch awfully bad movies? The ones who talk about the earth and it needing to be extinguished that might sound boring to those people who love those movies but guess what it sounds like a great thing if they would just eliminate them all because see if the world really was according to one group of people man you know where it would be for us Man, it'd be somewhere so much more amazing but that's not how consciousness or expansion or evolution works and expansion of consciousness is the evolution of humanity so those of us who are in this visibility we keep Kali under wraps Kali is an expression that is used on this episode as consciousness in a life death like we're gonna fight for life kind of thing in the sense of be the ones who share love not fight fight you guys know this but be the ones who stand and we don't give up we don't pay a price we don't say yes to social compulsions we're the ones who are gonna do the unpopular things, which has nothing to do with rebellion. are the ones who are going to, and there's already plenty of people, stand up for all humanity and say, stop pointing a finger at that person who is considered a narcissist. Stop pointing a finger at the person who isn't the narcissist. Stop pointing this finger of fault, blame, shame, guilt, revenge, whatever games that you did as a child, because none of us are wanting to be your parent. And really, you shouldn't wanna be your own parent. You could be your own self, which is your expanding consciousness, but it requires you to get out of your social compulsions and just see a little bit farther than your nose and look towards your own self. And as you get agitated, just reactively say, wait, I'm reacting. Hold on a minute. Why am I reacting? (laughs) There's nothing dangerous here. I don't have a weapon in my face. I don't have anything going down except for my own emotions and thoughts. So your energetic state, your mindset state. Now, here's the thing. As I learned recently in one of Sadhguru's videos, he was asked a question about a specific type of yoga practice. I don't remember the name of it, though. And he was explaining it was about karma. So we all have karma, the ones who achieve this Enlightenment Soul Age group, which is going to be always very clear. It's a person who knows that humanity has infinite higher human potential. It's a person who unconsciously loves with flaws and imperfections themselves and humanity. It's a person who doesn't see issues as problems but sees things that our planet does that happens in the world. They stay very basic and grounded. They know that not everything makes sense. They're seekers. They're curious. You're always curious. The body's at ease knowledge is a joy so they're not inclined to be looking to fix anything the people who are still looking to fix have not recognized their own duality their own separateness consciousness from humanity from life they have not recognized wait a minute i'm not here to fix wait a minute i'm i don't think it's fixing it's a perspective That's right. Again, this is if you want to move beyond the third, fourth D perspective into 5D, into your own self-empowered, enlightened version. So this would be where you learn about how to go beyond these two things that really are only there so that you can apply the third thing, your free will, to move beyond. And what? In your creator space, because that's where consciousness is. It's in your brain meaning it's when you're thinking. You know, they divide it all up, and it's one thing, it's you. So the karma, the way Sadhguru is explaining, he says it's the energetic, it's like a code. And, you know, when you look at epigenetics and other aspects, you understand what he's saying on more than one level. Um, But he says it's like if you didn't have this, the five elements, because yoga works on these five elements, and so the question is how can we clear the karma and allow these five elements to function at their best and i forget right now what are the five elements i have them written down somewhere but i don't have the books with me at this moment in time so the five elements and clearing the karma he says the karma is what allows you to be doing what you're doing without that imprint you wouldn't actually be able to use the elements now you can influence the elements all of them and he says that uh, science is showing you know with your intent you influence water with your intent you influence air stuff like that so i'm guessing the elements are fire air water earth and the fifth is space i believe that he calls it space which would be that akash the infinite intelligence field Now, once you're in connectedness with all of these the clearer you are from your karma the more you're in zero essentially the more you're going to be able to with intent manipulate if you want to use that word but it's really just use elements that are outside of us. Now, here's the thing. He says for these other yogas, if you stop them, then the karma will come back. So this coding apparently comes back. But with this one, because it works at the root, even if you stop doing the practice if you've had it, it's like you're constantly. Here's again different cultures, different reasons people do different things. For the person who is choosing enlightenment and this is where as a soul age group it will mean that you're doing things your own way you already don't look to others as telling you who to be or what to be so you're choosing consciously speaking your path for example i love having a sad guru in my life most of the things he says i already knew I love having in the Inner Engineering program and doing the Shambhavi Kriya. I can definitely say that it has effects for sure. And I might do other things like this one other that they were talking about. I will first research it. But right here's the thing. It's based on how my gut feels and how I think and what I feel is ideal. It's not because now I've seen something and ooh, I want to clear my karma. You know, no, karma is not a shitty thing. It's one action if you want to look at karma as what it is. Alongside we have the kriya, energetic space, right, energy. Then we got nana, which I believe nana is the thought intellect. And then bhakti is emotion or they're inverted. I always So those are how we expand when they're all working together in the right format. So this is where, go back to body, mind and brain. Or for me, it's body, heart and brain mind if you bring yourself to oneness embodying a specific vibration what the land of neutral is the one vibration your ventral vagal state is the only way you physically will be at ease inside your body and then with your brain and prefrontal cortex this would mean that it's not hard for you to think Physically speaking though, as explained by the psychoeducators, every single one of the human beings on this planet, by the 10-12 month self of you, you have a default network. So putting to the side karma as a word and as a way that explains, the exact same thing I'm about to keep explaining to you, the psychoeducators, the ones who are updated with neuroscience, epigenetics, so not just the ones who are coming from Freud thinking that that's the way, okay, those are traditional people who don't want to let go of old systems. The updated ones are in a very unique space. That uh, let me see where is it. I read to you one of Dr. Bezel Vanderkolk's recent. Um, what is it called? His recent quotes. This one. Trauma is not a stupid past. Trauma is the imprint that all experiences leave on your soul and your body as your sensations. Describe to you sensations that i noticed without any knowledge of anything except for basic philosophy existentialism basic psychology i haven't even entered college yet it is very clear when you have connectedness to your body your sensations people are not using their left brain let me keep moving on with what i say is just the relationship with anger that i have because that's how it made. I know i'm made certain ways and that's where i've always used it leave me or you know accept me which one it is it doesn't matter to me because hey i'm gonna keep being me but this being me didn't involve me being an an immature version of myself and when i say immature i mean the adaptive child who's unforgiving harsh self-preserving sees things in black and white and basically goes around being angry like a little teenager but they're grown up being assholes with each other And then calling each other names. It always makes me laugh because it's like, dude, stop. Stop thinking somebody's more rude or more special. You're all the same. I'm the same too. I can get just as pissy as anybody else can. Hey, wanna watch me? I'm happy to show you how much drama I can create if I want to. The difference between an empowered person is they actually tend here's Kali, thank you, with Shiva. It's no big deal, it's no thing to see people doing shit. So why would we, you know, our life and our death, are, we're using whatever we're going to do effectively because the thing is, that is drama for no reason except for people who didn't learn to grow up. And just because the rest of society, because here's where, but Maria, all other people, I can't possibly have different conversations if everybody else. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't know that if people get agitated that you can't, you know, <laughs> but this is where the psychoeducators back to them because it's very important. The body of a person is very important. So 4D, 3D body types don't have this self-empowerment weight. I was a kid and I told my mother not to spank me and I was three. Now she claims that there are influential reasons for me being able to say that. And I said, well, really after I went to make my suitcase too. And I would say that as a 42 year old person who still, you and I argue, pretty much always i'm gonna say that i was potentially influenced but it was in my nature quote unquote to do what i do when we're around uh, each other and really right here is where i needy but it's really the consciousness part of me because i'm not attaching to her when i have my tone with my mother i'm actually like snappy and then with my twin and that's because whenever expanding consciousness is limited this is the way I'm gonna describe it it's like dude fuck off get off of me leave me alone I'm my own person don't don't <laughs> don't tell me what to do there's Kali so I'm still learning I'm still enlightening I'm still uncharging and I always do at a certain point apologize not because I'm ashamed but because I actually am very aggressive <laughs> People that know me from outside, they come home and they hear my tone and they see my tone and then they see my interactions and it's again with my mother and my twin sister and they're like, Whoa, who's that person? And I'm like, Yeah, I know, I know. So here's the adult in the room, a person in the room. We all got trauma and we all have it for ego. Ego's there saying let me do what I want to do, and I'm going to pout and shout and be upset about it if I can't. But ego's not this bad piece of shit. It's a part of your physiology. So the psychoeducators and what I just read, so Bezel van der Kolk, the sensations, very important. The part that he uses, that soul. It's because all these lovely psychoeducators that are learning more and more about neuroscience and the epigenetics, there's also connecting buddhism and yoga buddhism psychology exists yoga therapy exists it's because these two areas they are in spirituality one but they work with the body so here's the part that you ask because that is something and i forget how he's explaining it but he says we don't need to once we work with the energetic space and your body that's what's going to support everything else personally I beg to differ meaning if you work with the psychology but I understand every group and every discipline has their reasons why of course so here is where me bringing the humanity and spirituality elements together is to support people who want to use the mind and the psychology is effectively important because once you understand that the mechanism that is your body does have a reason why for example, I'm going to use the word karmic relationship, okay? Because people that are from the 3D, 4D always talk about these things. A karmic relationship is something that begins to get addictive in a way, but it's not healthy. You'll feel the potential anxious avoidant attachment style dynamic. Thank you, Aaron Dowdy, Or the empath narcissist. So one's giving, one's taking. Oh, and that's not, I was watching something that I said, I'm going to watch it again so that I can share with my community, but this guy... When i watched him the first time i was like dude if all men actually believe him they are really dumb like apes i'm sorry like this is where anytime a human being wants to talk about humanity with dumbing them down i always remind myself don't say anything because this person already thinks they're dumb the choosing the right silence is the number one thing you learn because we actually don't want to be mean to people and we can be not because we didn't mean it it's because the minute you're saying humanity is dumb well then you must be dumb too because you're human that's an automatic it's like automatic oh the ego's shitty so i guess you're shitty too oh no but no so we, we just choose not to get into arguments with people because of your whole contradiction when you're talking about oneness and then oh but that person over there they're an asshole for example so the psychological aspect the way that the brain works even this addictive thing that happens it's been talked about as crystallization So there's a whole way, technically speaking, that a person can understand it. Here's why you're only going to move beyond it if you're in that inclined, infinite higher human potential space, which means I can do it because I'm a human and I'm awesomely infinite in what I can use and do with my freaking brain, thoughts and emotions, now that I know how my body works. So the Buddhism and the yoga works on a body's level, on an energetic spectrum with the um, five, Whatever those words were, that uh, just slipped my mind. The five elements. There you go. A person who likes to enjoy being. We're mm-hmm. going to take all information. you. Mm-hmm. We're going to apply it. brain remembers where knows, which is where the, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. So she and Ali, they all and this is why to us, when we were not seen, heard, accepted, validated and in our vulnerable places, we're like, peace out. It's okay. We weren't like, oh my god, I'm so sorry that I'm alone. No. No, or oh we have enemies all over the place no we didn't do any of that we we're like okay hmm, I'll, I'll, I'll keep these things in mind the void was not scary earth school is fun and perspective oh my gosh like amazing like seriously amazing like creatorship world just grew and is grown like wow so the part about these interactions and this type of relationship it's only addictive because a person isn't convinced that they can take ownership of themselves Literally, I had a person say, no, but they have power over me. And I said, excuse me. You're telling me that you're aware of P. You just told me you recognize A, B, C, D, E. So you do feel the pull. So you're aware of all these components right now. Yes, yes, but they have power over me. Hold on a minute. You're telling me that they're they're not near you. They're not in your vicinity. Everything that you're feeling is a compulsion from within you. So you do recognize that this is the pull we can we can right in this minute, which would involve you cutting this pull all on your own, and then a little push though, just a tiny push on your end, to say no, I'm not going to be inclined to take the candy that's going to bring me the stomachache, the last the last drink that's going to make me vomit. Now let me think. As a teenager, okay, maybe you don't have that type of. Yes, I can do it. But as an adult, hmm, let me think about that one now. Suffering, ah, yes. The ones that want to be validated, accepted, seen, heard, and everything else in their vulnerable places by their loved ones and who without, attachment frame right there, will feel like the Buddhist nuns quote, this impermeable world, all and all and however it goes, and I'm the one left behind, why am I all alone? Oh my gosh. Okay, so that's actually the nicer version because the, the other version is, I, we are the anointed ones and we're here to battle evil forces. We're just like holding back on that one. Um, in both cases, psychologically speaking, there is an actual push that is required from the person if they want to move beyond just getting symptom relief. So when you do any type of consult, effectively or not effectively, you effectively, obviously, is best, but many psychotherapists that I get to learn from, they all have people that don't go for personal development. They just go for symptom relief. So they're back in their offices every three, six months, because obviously, if you're going to get symptom relief, you're not really solving anything. You're still in your shame cycle. Shame, blame, fault, revenge loops are people ruminating, not healing. They're not learning to be in their ventral vagal state. They're not learning to be in their prefrontal cortex. They're not actually learning anything. They're just a little repeat cycle of their karma over and over and over again and if only they look back they would actually realize they're repeating their own household shit like seriously this is where I've seen it so many times now that I know all these components it's not even funny what I see and then the funniest part quote-unquote and it's not funny because it's humorous it's funny because it's like wow how are you missing out on your own story because I'm hearing about it over and over and over again and I'm pretty clear on what you're telling me I even repeat it back to you the exact same way you've told it to me and apparently that doesn't even register but here's the thing when your body is in red or yellow sympathetic or dorsal guess what's not on those lovely ears what's on your temporal junction so all the person is experiencing in their body is their own suffering and they're not even aware that they're not hurt by anything physically meaning there's no knife in their hand, there's no gun at their head again, there's nothing threatening them. They're well aware of being alive and yet these emotions and these thoughts are overwhelming them. And here's where the psychoeducators thank you. The window of tolerance has been broken and they definitely do not know how to self-regulate in any way, shape or form, let alone stay in neutrality and be your intellectual mind to move into the space of, wait a minute, I can think about this differently because it isn't about suppressing emotions when people do this and they don't actually move into new territory or template something that's why they get um, helpful. that's the toxic positivity or toxic negativity because they're just stopping at a certain point but they're not transforming the sensations into neutrality they're just saying i'm going to stop you because i learned how to but now that's all i can do and it's really about a person understanding that having life happen is not good or bad unknown unexpected unwanted it's part of life hello did we not learn as kids how to what we want this point right here is where and here's where as Guru says to the teenagers who say we want to respect our adults but tell them we want to do life our way and he says are you asking me that you want to live your life your way but you don't want to pay the price We don't pay prices but what he's trying to say is you are either going to be your own self meaning follow your own heart your own guidance or you're going to be a social compulsion and this goes to the shame blame fault revenge loops people who are still adoptive children self-preserving looking at the world in two it doesn't matter if they have secure attachment they're still pleasing appeasing whoever it is that in their 3-year-old growing up became those people that, that I want to make and here's that part of it's not even about happy it's recognizing of course I care about what my parental figures say of course they raised me to care about what society says I live in one but now that I'm a grown up I can know that my sensations don't need to feel like shit because of it whole way that the psychoeducators talk about this it's called people don't know that they're worthy just because they're breathing and you know that word for those of us in the enlightenment soul is like that just needs to be thrown in the trash because if i'm sitting doing nothing all day guess what i'm still alive and i'm just as worthy as whoever it is that's doing some other stuff out there the western world has the biggest issue with this it's because they have a very balanced way of life but then again here's where duality always exists for a reason and there's no surprise to those of us in the enlightenment soul age group that the world has twos and one is more of a feminine energy and the spirituality process and the other is the masculine and right now though our beautiful world is going to get to balance all that out It already is now that other people don't believe in humanity. That's other soul age groups, and they're all in social compulsions. And they're all in their 3D, 4D, limited energetic and mindset space. Now, when I use this word, it's figure of speech, okay? Because energetically speaking, I have to go in depth. Every one of the single people of 7.9 billion have actually their own imprint. Their own karma, their own way of using their intellect, emotions, their body, all of it. So if I met a person one by one by one, I would tell you everyone is a different dimension. And again, when you know that we're all oneness, we're one big ball of energy, you treat each other like that. And again, the charge states is where the healing is wanted. So what does a 5D person know how to do? Unconcealed love with flaws and imperfections and so when we're meeting fragments of ourselves unlike others who want to be their parent or tell them what to do and how to live life we say nice to meet you wow are you anything here ah nope no physical that you can keep to yourself oh, oh don't tell me what to think don't tell me how to behave stay in your lane and we will be good to go oh and we'll hurt anybody who wants to please appease other people can f off if there's one thing that will get an expanding consciousness going is when people butt into their own way of eating. So a few people get me triggered in a way. Recently, I actually was very proud of trying my best to maintain my tone because this is where it's always the family loved ones that are able to. And it's because they feel the right to intervene in shit that's not theirs because, of course, they care about you. So you're making a big deal out of something. Why are you making a big deal out of something? And that's a person intervening in something that's none of their business, how I want to react to something else. So you mind your own business and be your own reactive self. Let me be my own reactive and deal with the person that is bugging me right now and that needs to learn not to bug me if they want to stay my friend which is really silly because why would that be a situation? Because guess what? For the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, we don't need friends. We don't need people. We actually really don't. We need air, water, and food. And that's pretty much it. If you're going to limit the expression of consciousness, expression of consciousness will not pay that price. They will say, go away. Right now from me, right here is where you hear Kali. And so thank you, said Guru. Because, you know, having a way to relate to this energetic space is ideal because anger is not what this is anger is something different because anger would mean when a person's wanting to lash out at another instead this is a fuel of life of fire saying stop trying to harness me or whatever it is that you're doing which usually is because another individual is in an attachment style of their own and they're just calling the shots. They're trying to control a scenario because that's how they have safety. And so again, expanding consciousness people don't do boxes. And they don't do well. Now that we can learn, I'm still learning. Thanks to Kali, I get to remember Shiva. And that actually immediately allows Kali to calm left down. But definitely not when another individual is intervening. That actually feels Kali even more. They're like, fuck off, dude thought why why are you why are you minding business that ain't yours we all got to learn the same things as kids and so here's where that right there is something that a person who tends to be involved in other people's lives right because we all are we remember these aspects but we all do it to each other and here's why as i was describing it was very good that i saw that i was able to maintain Kali and shiva while i also address this situation that was an experience recent and that i can keep working on why because life isn't over till it's over guys so every day we're going to get to be in interactions with each other a 5d person doesn't say oh my god i'm with humans again how boring no we're like wow okay we got to expand our consciousness the realization of oneness is very important The fact that another person is in their charged state attachment style is not an issue. This is not a problem to be fixed. We're sharing life. This is what it's called. Nobody's going to have it their way. Not even one of the 7.9 billion people. We're all going to have it different ways because we all have different wants. The... Aspect of the psychoeducators that I was trying to get at is when we're in a physiological state of compassion. So that would be the insula lights up, the amygdala, temporal junction, that's where you fuse with your suffering. That's where you will be ruminating, and that's where you actually relate to situations from your own experiences. And then if you move to the prefrontal cortex, then you're in full compassion. Temporal junction is when a person gets reactive towards something that isn't theirs because they've lived it themselves. Or you can always hear, it's just Butting in, I do it all the time. I learned to identify it, and I'm still looking to stop doing it. But uh, I will also interject and intervene, particularly when it's related to a person being able to be themselves. And there's usually a person saying, no, 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 it's not needed because I'll get defensive because I'll start protecting, if you will, or defending their right to be. That way, because they're already presenting the social compulsions. And so, here's where I don't do it intentionally and protecting, if you will, or defending the expanding consciousness potential. They're defending the I'm going to please appease my parent and society and be the way they asked me to be and be a mold. But Kali, right here, which is what comes out, needs not come out. So, it get Shiva to come on in with Krishna Leela. And that's what there's that practice right here. So anyone in this conscious is doing this at this point, because there is a difference with those who are out there being teachers, if you will, and those who are living the Enlightenment soul age group while also doing whatever business is yours to do, you know, whatever you've chosen as your life. And um, that's where we're going to leave that one back to the psychoeducators this physiological state of compassion in the prefrontal cortex is where a person like i just described would recognize their own likes dislikes my my own karma if you will my own imprints my own coding which is i'm going to protect expanding consciousness a person to be themselves their true self meaning you don't have to be a social compulsion and i've always been appreciated for it because 3d 4d people are social compulsions the only time there's appreciation is when that fragment of shiver is ready to heal from it that's, right. that's the house. and it's because are a constant the people that are will appreciate the areas that obviously they're ready to transcend and then they'll want to hold on to those areas of their attachment style because yeah a self-empowered person actually doesn't have uh, needs they are completely independent of all people they can be all alone and they're happy with life and like it's, it's again like if I'm not dying dead on a ditch I'm good it's all good even if I'm homeless it's all good we don't have certain situations it's not because we're emotionless it's actually because we're, we're all we're good we're not in a window of tolerance we're in a window of love and, and emotions are not a bad thing nobody needs fixing everybody's on their journey of expanding consciousness everyone is choosing whether to evolve into their functional adult self so the functional adult is forgiving nuanced they learn new skills and they know everyone has trauma and they're not using the word trauma and or attachment style and or narcissism empath or you know again anxious or avoidant attachment styles none of that to say i'm gonna point a finger at you no they're empowered with the information and they're sharing love with each other and trying to see if there's ways to be able and be in harmony and keep growing together. With that being said, when you think of 5D, again, unconditional love, one consciousness, all people knowing that some point of ball of energy, who interact with our we all trigger certain aspects and co-create, or we don't. But even in knots, the person who's in the enlightenment soul age group and in the five D will. There is no relationship that we have not expanded from. They all give us the opportunity to expand on all of the elements, on all of the karma stuff, everything. And in fact, we're in dharma because we don't build karma; we dismantle it. And once you're completely dismantled of that, and therefore you're not, your past does not create your future. So you sit in the now. In fact, you know that tomorrow is a void. And you're okay with that because your perspective is honed in on all the things that you're focused on today in this 24 hours right now not tomorrow now so tomorrow is I don't know and we're okay with that because guess what we know we're on the lead so I'm going to be going wherever I want to (laughs) go and I know where I'm headed that's good and happy and actually we're quite intrigued with the surprises that we're going to have and not because we're praying to the universe to give us something here's the other part the 3d 4d so 3d you know they're in these religious institutions which have their foundation in time and so that's a very big deal for people who still identify with their gender with their country and all these other little words that are so important to every person you know i always forget whenever i'm talking to anybody i think of humanity i think of life i I even go beyond the globe because i know that there's more life than just here so i'm in this space already and then somebody is having a conversation and they'll point out as they're talking their country or their gender or their so here's that temporal junction i'm like oh shit they're talking about one place okay (laughs) and i i I shake my head a minute inside and i'm like ah let me reframe because i was talking about every life form out here they're making it personal and that's only personal so they're relating to it also with their emotions so let me pay more attention quickly to what they're actually saying and that's the biggest difference and so it's it's very interesting because for us it is a limit it's a limitation on our brain it's a limitation on our expression. And we now know that we're in the presence of a person who doesn't know who they are, who's identified with this stuff. And now, you know, we're gonna have to just hear the whole wallow of the sorrows, how alone they are and how fucked up everything is and yada, yada, yada. So it completely uh, takes a different turn, which is still interesting because of course, meeting new people, their personalities, it's all amazing, but expanding consciousness, is interested in doing more in the world so that just became a very limited space a very limited space to express oneself a very limited space to do anything productive in the world because if you're only thinking about one country well obviously you're not really thinking about the globe and it's a-okay because that's that other soul age group so you also remember that there are other soul age groups so people that are in those they're all about relationships in fact you'll see the 3d 4d they're all still reliving their karma their familial legacy so the epigenetics is important so is the family stuff because they're repeating their patterns they're not seeing themselves as the versions of their going about bringing when he explains how a person's body is numb and void of life with a traumatized brain which would be an enlarged amygdala shrunken hippocampus shrunken prefrontal cortex and basically a person that has a traumatized brain here it is Traumatized people tend to feel numb and not alive and they can make themselves feel alive by exposing themselves to the same situations that caused their terror. People don't think of their household as terror, so they're not going to actually see that. In fact, you know, I got told a story, which I shared some of it with you. And as the person's telling me the story and then they're accompanying the story with how and why they left their own family environment, basically they're living out their entire family dynamic they're parental but they're replacing the female figure of their household so that's where they they are sharing something and and, and in fact i presented i said wow how did you stay in this type of relationship because it was a bit abusive toxic to say the least there, there is a borderline so there's understanding from a psychological perspective but the person would get physically violent with them like they came home with broken ribs so they're telling me this and I said how, how did you you know eight years I think three years I forget how long and they are still talking about obviously the person as somebody that it could have worked you know all these things It is just they need help they did not see in anywhere your shape or form that they're repeating their family pattern no what they said is i'm off the market and i'm never going to be with somebody again because i just attract this stuff this is my genes So this is an older person they're well informed about a lot of topics and yet they're not able to see their own karma their own past repeating itself and then actually spitting it out of their mouth explaining something now here's where i'm not I I tried to share meaning I participated in the conversation and then asked how were you able to sit in something that is that not that's not good for you very politely respecting all parties of course and they're continuing to say no but it's it's not a problem this is not a good or bad thing and you can tell when a person's actually aware of the situation they're in. As you feel it so this is where they're aware of why they ended up in a type of relate but they're not aware that they're closing themselves off from relationships because they didn't actually recognize the family pattern and then say you know i can heal this i can move beyond it no they say this is all that i attract and so right here you'll know when you have a person who has no idea about guess what psycho educators they help people with these situations by consulting with them but they also help people with the nervous it is very important to understand that there's a mechanism so the psyche is important and when you know the two together so the spirituality process for example the energetic space but also that your brain your mind works a certain way with your body your nervous system now you're empowered with information 3D, 4D people don't have all these things because they don't believe in any of that. They only believe in their own we group story, for example. So this person is a 4D person. They're intuitive. They have certain clairs. They know about stuff like that from the esotericism community. They know some psychoeducation, but hey, I'm just off the market because I only track this. Even though there's plenty that talks about how to disengage from this, the person needs to believe in themselves, And really, what it is, it's believing also in humanity and going beyond, beyond personalizing. Now, I want to check the time. Okay, so I'm going to try and look to read to you a couple of things from Sadhguru. He is talking about uh, when people get enlightened, because somebody asked, how do we get to become the embodiment of our feminine? The feminine is the spirituality process. And really, a whole person is feminine and masculine. So you're your own rock that you're able to circle around so you have an emotional and mental stability because you're centered in your own self. And it's very straightforward for those of you who have been tuning in, at least for those who are new, it's a person who stands with unconditional love again for myself, ourselves, and others with flaws and imperfections. We engage with each other. If we got a person who's in their biological rudeness, red or yellow, we're not like attacking them. We're like, okay, let's calm down. We're aware of respecting other people. We respect ourselves and we don't go around telling people what to do, not at all. We actually just move away if it becomes something limiting for our space. And we don't actually have to, they're usually the ones who move away because when you are a source of life and love, which is what the Enlightenment Soul Age Group is, you're not afraid to be authentic and vulnerable. And you're always very straightforward. Your expanding consciousness views are there. So relationships, no, no labels. Nope, not, not, not even one. Uh, something social, political, economic, no, uh, not really. So we're no social compulsion. We're not in that sphere at all. So anyone who has any type of attachment style that needs to have a sense of safety based on a structure is not going to do well with a source of life they're not, they're going to start triggering. And then once the triggers happen, here's the deal. They either get the opportunity, depends on their choices, with their lovely own brain, mind, and body. I am running away because I'm fucking scared because I feel very strong emotions. Maybe I should address this with this person or these people. The enlightenment soul age group, will do so. The 5D person will do so. Hey, I have these very deep emotions. It doesn't always come out nice, guys. It can come out however it comes out, but we'll speak it. We won't hide it. We won't suppress it. We won't pretend to control it. We won't do any of that sort. We won't be in that whole anxious, avoidant, attachment, dynamic, narcissism, empath, whatever you want to call it in that little play because we're not children. We're not looking for mommy and daddy's approval. We're not looking for approval of anyone for that matter. You know, when you are expanding consciousness, you grow up to be like, I ain't looking for your approval. And we're not people who go around creating problems for humanity. The enlightenment soul age group wants to participate with society. That's how we make a difference. So let me read enlightenment. When people got enlightened, when people rose in their consciousness, each one behaved as it was needed for that given society some of them fought battles some of them fought battles some people just sat down and blessed people some people did other kind of work where they are always thinking so here he's talking about divine because the lady says how can we become our divine Feminine energy are divine, and he says, the divin- the divines did not ascend right here from above. When uh when thinking about the divine, he says, it will come like this. It will be where there's divinity, there's spirituality, there's the enlightened people where it is needed. They don't come from up above, you know. And here he says, the there's most of the time pictures are showing, for some reason. So he says the divine has always been seen as evolution of a human being you attain to status of being divine by evolving to certain level of perception wisdom experience and grace i repeat you attain to status of being divine by evolving to certain level of perception wisdom experience and grace he says it is not something that descends from heaven it is something that grows here why do you think he says i'm wasting my time with you my life with you hoping we will grow a garden of divine he says divine is an evolution and then he says he gives this example a journalist asks me Sadhguru there are so many people in eastern cultures who are evolved human consciousness they represented consciousness who would you think in the western world is that and he says he is a prominent name and then without batting an eyelid Sadhguru says charles darwin and the guy says but what he's a biologist and, and Sadhguru says it doesn't matter he sees that life can evolve into higher and higher possibilities this is this is all spiritual process is right now it doesn't matter he says you may be just a lump of flesh but you can evolve if you're willing consciously you can evolve into a higher possibility he says so here divine is an evolution of individual human being it is not a descendant from somewhere nobody descends from anywhere everybody is normal birth he says birth means we have accepted the woman's biology as it is this is very important for our evolution if you do not accept the biology the way it is then there is no room for evolution he says change the definition of divine in your mind that it is a possibility in your life it is not something that is going to come from somewhere if it has to come it has to come from within you if you understand this then this question is not so relevant and then he goes on to say uh so in that sense wherever some woman rose to a certain level of consciousness he says ah she's like parvati there's so many all over all over the country there are so many whom we refer to as gari parvati kali this that These are all different people who rose, but they were not in characteristic all. So they didn't have the same characteristics. He says, within themselves, they need not behave the same way as today. We have made a constipated expression of what a saint should be like. He says, there's not a way that a person who's divine is going to behave. He says, everybody who rises within themselves um hold on when people got enlightened when people rose in their consciousness each one behaved as it was needed for that given society some of them fought battles some people just sat down and blessed people some people did other kind of work everyone did what was needed and then he goes on to say if you are very conscious within yourself you have no compulsions of your own what would you do he says you're not just going to (laughs) meditate just do something or would you do what is needed on the day and so he's saying save the soil is needed it's not my project do not judge people he says do not judge them the divinities now because at that time they were doing what was needed in that given society and now he talks about Kali he says she's carrying the head of a man who's just been beheaded we are not defining them because of their actions so again he reminds them of the uh need that they filled in the time. So he says, Do you think we need this woman? <laughs> he says, Today no, but at that moment she was needed. And you do not either define your life or somebody else's life by the actions that they perform, because actions are only relevant to the times in which you exist. It has got nothing to do with me or you. Maybe you have become so identified with things that you do. And this is where he goes on to say, yeah, people right now, they say, I do yoga, so he's a yogi. Uh, I ride a motorcycle, ah, so he's a motorcyclist. I hit a ball, ah, so he's a golfer. Or I go trekking, ah, he's a trekker. Then we got the airplane, ah, he's an aviator. You going on, identifying with the actions that one performs. Actions are as relevant to the given situation. And actions have nothing to do if you're truly conscious actions have got nothing to do with this one so he's talking about the person the body now but the consciousness that is within you right now if you are performing actions to become something then actions have something to do with you you are doing some activity and that is what makes you who you are then you get identified with activity that is nature of who is. actions don't decide who I am or who anybody is actions are determined by the situations we exist right now So you must redefine the divine in your mind. That divine is not something that comes and drops from somewhere. Divine has to be grown here, nowhere else. It can be grown here, meaning within you. And on that note, when people are in this 3D, 4D space, They don't think of divine in that way, right? They actually think of it coming from above and of enlightenment as a constipation, as he points out, versus what the reality is. Enlightenment happens when a person is in that expanded consciousness and is able to not be in the, it's personal, in the, let me support all. The 5D space is this. It's easily achievable because those of us who are in the Enlightenment soul age group have nothing but love for humanity. And while others look at the human species, our own species, with criticism, here's where it's that negativity bias. Every brain has it, but it's accompanied with the reaction of the nervous system when there's lack of predictability, the unknown, which is always. And so here's that attachment. Again, people who are in 3D, 4D are still in attachment frame. That's why they have we group leaders. That's why they think of divinity, even when they talk about universe source. So while some have the structured institutions, it's not good or bad. Again, none of this is good or bad. It's a perspective. And as somebody who channels and speaks and shares the 5DC voice, the expanding consciousness voice, and speaks to those who are either inclined to be in enlightenment soul age group or are actually in a 5d body type and i say body type because here's the part those of us who are in this enlightenment soul age group we grow krishna Lila all on our own because shiva and kali are there this shiva the no thing is the no being we're not seen heard accepted or vulnerable because when we have been and when we are, which is always because we don't hide our authenticity, we will usually get human-splained. (laughs) Some person with their ego is gonna tell me how I should feel about the world and think about the world. The part about recognizing our younger charged parts, this is so great for every one of you that regularly tunes in. I know I consistently can now mature in this space of enlightenment from my body because i understand when kali is there what's going on because it's kali that gets me in this charge. It's, it's this like dude leave me be my fire of life and it's because of having obviously a mom who lo- who let me speak up as a kid that i was able and still do hold this charge state so it's a, in a positive way i wasn't Suppressed. I wasn't, you know, beaten. I wasn't brought to be afraid of expressing I am my own person. Here's the other part, though. What happens as you're growing up, you're going to find a way to coexist with what's around you. So for others, terror means something different. They're replaying codependent relationships. They're doing things that are addictions, unfortunately. They're staying in uh, relationships that are clearly not beneficial to anyone okay and these are all people who believe they know enlightenment those who don't again they just fit the mold and they're happy in fact if there's one thing that we will always leave alone is a person who is afraid of expanding at some point or another we will leave a person alone and it's always very clear once a person is aware that any type of resistance, right here is where the 3D, 4D stays stuck in these little cycles of attachment and the younger age groups, <laughs> rejection is not the universe or source saving you. You don't need to be saved by a person who you're engaging with, socially speaking, or in life, unless there's a dagger being pointed at you, you don't need saving. Like. This part is completely oblivious to, I would say, it seems like the majority of humanity. Everyone except for the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, actually. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> because everybody over here is like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you overreacting? And it's not because we don't get it. Because we all have been through the same type of, you know, you know, the themes are always the same. Betrayal, trust, uh, Men, women, my gosh! Like, could it be any more of a soap opera for real? Like, drama, 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 drama. All the adaptive children, they are all children. The enlightenment so age group is like, dude, you're not life threatened. You're not life threatened. You're breathing very rhythmically, very well. You know, like it's like I don't know why you're doing this. So, and here's where that gets deciphered. Ever since you're you're growing up that as cold, as emotionless, and blah, blah, blah. Now there is a very big difference when you meet a person who actually is cold because their body has no sense of safety. That parasympathetic nervous system wasn't activated enough for them to be warm and expansive. But putting that to the side, and back to this example that I'm trying to share, the ability to expand is always there and um, we will always take it. But if we see a person creating resistance, we will address it. Depends on what it looks like, what the resistance, rejection, whatever you want to call it looks like, what the fear looks like, because it's only fear. And we will address it through conversation to the best of our ability. Right silence obviously is always going to be a part of that. Meaning uh, we don't say, hey, you're freaking out. What's the deal? Well, again, that's not how you approach anything in general. But um, we will allow those people to find solace because this is where a person either will achieve their expanded consciousness version, which is their enlightened soul age group or not. And as said has pointed out more than once, it's best to leave unevolved people alone because you will create disruption. So we know when a person's reacting, they want to stay within the normality of their whatever structure gives them safety. And that is through the thoughts. Because it's the thoughts. It's the story that people relate to from their temporal junction, by the way. So they will cling on to whoever expresses the same type of dynamic they are imprinted with. So here's where karma... I guess as he was explaining it, I could relate to that and then think of the attachment styles as well as just all these other subject matter experts and just people that are speaking their voices with that same imprint. And so here's where those of us who are connected and expanding consciousness to the full consciousness, that's why we know it's not all our business in the sense of we're going to go spread the word and make it all one and that's not how evolution works evolution works where we first of all learn how to be in the land of neutral at least when it comes to bringing different minds different people together so you know we're not thinking universe please save me please give me the rejection has nothing to do that this is all people who stay children and are attaching their value and their worth to other people if anything we're like dude how do you not see that you're still a child who is looking for approval and you're still begging we feel the suffering it's not pleasant it feels very sad for those who are here because it's like you have all the tool like every single tool which is simple guys it's that prefrontal cortex it's just a matter of Wait, my emotions are here. Wow, my thoughts are here. And okay, yes, this push, this push that I'm being asked to give. On a mechanical level for the brain and the nervous system, it is a push. It's an actual push. I understand this dynamic very clearly, but it's still a mindset. It will always be, because guess what? Your brain neuroplasticity shows is neutral. So that negativity bias is not so you can stay negative. It's because obviously your body's like, I not want to go through pain. You, fuck you! I don't want that. Why would I want pain? What kind of a masochist, you know? And, and remember that people who do—they—they they have an issue, guys. So they just will stay out of it because it's a personal preference. But their body, like Sadhguru says, if you didn't have pain, you'd be cutting your noses off. If you look at all the movies, all they do is beat each other up. He—he he totally took out the little bit of enjoyment that I had from fantasy movies, you know, because I do love Superman. And then (laughs) I was like, damn it. I will still watch stuff, but it's completely. Yeah, there's no enjoyment because everything I watch just dumbs people down so much, it's just so sad, it's like, fuck, I'm going to go read a book. That way I can expand my intellect versus do this everything. The worst part is when people want to talk about peace and love and they're watching things that are violent and uh, corrupt and then but no but the world is this uh, yeah i thought we were trying to get it to be in a different space but let's just use our creator because your brain's your creator space by the way to do that instead of let me use my brain to think of how to bring harmony to some you know so it's it's life is entertainment by the way <laughs> it's all about joy some people like to be entertained with terror that's how they feel alive They want to stay in that reality. 3D, 4D. Go ahead. We're not going to participate. We're going to look to affect those basic necessities that we need so that we can keep living. And here's why. 5 d is not going to be like, everybody thinks the same. No. We might get to the point where finally we'll have expanded consciousness leaders. You know, that would be great. If I could see that in my lifetime, wow. I would be so like, wow. I think I would like get on my knees and start crying out of joy because if there's one thing that I'm super and I know this this is where that child so disappointed so disappointed but see this is where it's because as a child I looked up I should have looked straight I looked up though because I was a kid then I grew up and I saw that those who I looked up to they didn't teach me to be a good person because a good person to an enlightenment person means an unconditionally loving person not a judgmental person not a person who thinks about competition not a person who is in separateness consciousness and definitely not a person who goes around telling other lives how to live their life and so if there's one thing in fact that you always learn as a person who's in that enlightenment soul age group is to pay attention to your sensations because this may be Kali, but there's also that part of the judgment on who? On Maria, on your own personality. For having not seen the truth. And the truth, the communion with truth is where all your relationships are beautiful. There's no attachment. There's no entanglement. There's the free will to speak and feel. But we learn those from the people who lead us. And so if we see all these people who are not equanimous, well, no wonder why we got people looking like animals towards each other, but animals do it gracefully because that's part of their nature. Human beings, they're meant to evolve, their brain's evolving, and apparently they just want to stay in what seems to be, uh, to me, the forest of way back when, which is not where we're at, or the medieval times for that matter. Oh, don't get me started on that, you know, it's amazing. And people who are though voicing with anger and holding no compassion for the people who are losing their identity that's not right either it is not right because you're not actually seeing the fear that is being created in the bodies of these people they only read certain books they only know certain truths and those truths are what they were pushed to be like this is this is the part all humanity navigates life the same way everyone has a story and most people have one that is not a truth they're not in communion with truth if they were then they would see we're one planet they would stop thinking about the dreams they have and thinking they know more than another person they would stop trying to foresee the future enlightenment people at this point would know hey we got now right now to try and work with our resources like our actual air and water very much more important than people thinking about uh, you know this economy thing politic thing really the, the things that these people called leaders they're not there's no intelligence if there were intelligence I've always seen this at a certain point of my age obviously like dude I thought we really need this stuff this is secondary why are you focusing on this I thought you, you know this is also why I always tell people I don't believe in the conspiracies because if there were any intellectually savvy people, they would know. And, and here's where they all say the same thing. The answer is, well, they're gonna die, so they don't care about the planet. And I'm like, that's still not smart enough because if you got a really smart person, then that means they're gonna be thinking way ahead. And they would calculate every single potential possibility and they would figure out a way to make sure their family and all of their loved ones would always have whatever it is they need not to mention you know you can try seeing that far in the future but <laughs> because people talk about money and I'm like you actually think that we're gonna still have the same currency like okay you keep thinking that because apparently we won't be transforming the way economy works Oh no must stay the same Oh, because it has sure oh let's go back to bartering no but it's too complicated oh let's make up this little paper stuff it's, again everybody has their area of expertise some of us have life as our area of expertise and it's like "Mm, i think it still stayed the same as it was yesterday and now we really should be a lot smarter than we were but apparently those fear hijacked brains are seriously needing some help thank you psychoeducators, and a sad guru who's expanding consciousness because that will probably help a lot i'm sure of it especially for how he explained it works when it's expanding a person and that consciousness is what is the, the pause. So that push, a person who can pause will allow themselves enough room to make that choice, which is why a disorganized attachment style and ambivalent attachment, they have the harder time to pause their ego, superego, the younger charged parts. The other ones there, there is more visibility. The thing is though, fear is the same. Most people stay stuck in their brains, the thinking, and they just ruminate. They regret, they sit in fear, they wallow in their sorrows, they just have this way of staying in drama because they're all their teenage version self. None of them grew up to be, and it's not about bravery, even though that's the word that came to mind. It's about not thinking that rejection is actually rejection or that anything in life is something deadly if it's not deadly so anything that is emotional and thought form is in your own body that there is a mechanism that feels yes uh, and we just talked about it and so yes as bezel van der says in the one quote that i read to you i'll read it again as we close out let me find it i got a bunch of pictures guys um it is a challenge i get it trauma is not a story of something that happened in the past trauma is the imprint that all experiences leave on your soul and your body as your sensations but here's why the 3d 4d so putting to the side the 3d who has the institutions as their belief system and everything that is just so rigid the 4d is the one that keeps talking about the ethereal plane because they're all in clairs and yada, yada yada and they're the ones who want to separate themselves from 3D by saying we are the true ones who bring forth the name of love and a lot of other things. They're in the same separateness consciousness. They're just a bit more flexible because, not really. Uh, it's just because they're actually uh, putting together whatever topics they want. That's what it is. But they're still sticking to, it only needs to be this way kind of thing. Okay, this is a the story. Um, they both are clinging on to the past and to whatever it is that they visualize should be the future, This is why they're carrying karma in the same way and repeating patterns. And when that pause comes, instead of moving into the third void, the unknown and expanding, so zooming out and saying, okay, wait, earth and what I'm doing here, I'm learning. Thanks to these interactions, I'm learning something. What am I learning? Well, first I'm expanding my consciousness right now. The social, political, economical, if we had people that were already here, it would be going way different because we'd have smart, intelligent and intelligence people up there. What we have are 3D, 4D. I'm sure there are some that are 5D, by the way. I'm actually, I am actually have no doubt about it. We just don't see them. So I should re- rephrase. I know we're headed in a, in a positive direction. I have a gut feeling about it. <laughs> and that's where i'm going to stand and say infinite higher human potential but there's a nice portion that is still hijacked in their survival modes in their fear mode who is using their existing patterns and thinking that those are what are going to be our future so they're choosing to stay in a destructive energetic space because they're below the neutrality belt they're below the zero belt of i recognize my personal stuff the ego i recognize my um it called shoot i lost it my potential emotions and where they can have so because the ego with the mind is the thought with the emotions but really there's another area the charge states that's what it is it's the sensations and those charge states so our younger parts are very important to bring into the mix because they're all a part of the personality as well when you grab these two as an adult so you've paused the ego you've paused these thoughts and emotions these charge states these younger kids and you are standing there with the visibility not the fault blame shame revenge loop that's the part though this is where the shame cycle kicks in immediately and so there's a shame fault blame in the wording there's i'm going to point my finger that's separateness consciousness so the person who's in a 3d 4d doesn't matter again which one would be if they want to be a functional adult pausing the adaptive child the self-preserving black and white seeing things in two recognizing here's where I stand not doing the inner critic outer critic here's where I stand usually like ah I'm worthless than the outer critic, no they're worthless so that's what people have and then there's the denial this is the shame cycle that I'm doing for you for a minute the denying let me go get distracted I'm going to drink it off I'm going to sex it off I'm going to food it off I'm going to drug it off whichever one of the and it doesn't have to be So addictions are definitely a level of attachment style that is something that can use the lovely psychoeducators. And icabm.com definitely don't do personal development through the spirituality stuff unless it's a sad guru because everything else in that metaphysics world is very clear where the stories are and what they're actually bringing forth which is something that you know you think that they would again recognize the nervous system the psychoeducation, and other aspects that are important to humanity because it's important to know of all these areas And it's not because those areas are not positive is that the brain and the physiology of a human being works a certain way so that you can connect somebody to their constellation, it really is something that can also be dealt with with the IFS, for example, the internal family system model, which is where they look at your inner system and, and it's more tangible versus living out in the middle of space in nowhere land which is you know again i love that as an added contribution like let's bring the metaphysics as a terrorism stuff but the primary stuff you want to keep it grounded in your human body and so this is why i say psychoeducators and a sad guru and then you add the rest because you're going to actually expand your consciousness versus get lost in a storyline and actually do what is spiritual bypassing and have just a spiritual ego. And then think of yourself as an anointed one or somebody who's coming from universe, source, whatever you want to call it, but you're serving. You hear these were serving. Uh, Again, medieval times might as well be there because that's exactly how you're talking. It seems like the past wanting to repeat itself. The physiological structure is important because the pause is actually the thing that you have for you, and only you can do it. And as my lovely teacher Sue Martin said, it's very challenging. So when there's pausing, the shame cycle does denial, then they withdraw, isolation. And even if they reassess, they're not doing anything different. They're repeating their karma over and over and over again. I've I've seen it with the majority of the people, unless they're actually contemplating their expansion in the moment. They're not seeing their patterns because they keep on voicing their criticism towards humanity and everything around them. So it's, it's, it's a, again, not something that one points out because there's no need to, because it's not our life, it's their life. We're here to support expanding consciousness. And those who choose comfort, they're choosing solace for a reason. They don't want to move beyond their belief systems. They actually believe in their belief systems, pure and simple. We respect that and leave them alone. In fact, silence is always there. It's always been there, right? Silence, as we learned how to be in these spaces when we were being told of being no thing and of being uh, not truth and of being nothing, nobody. And uh, actually, you know, again, in those vulnerable places, no, you are not accepted, no, you're not seen, no, you are not heard, and no, you're definitely not validated. Sorry, person. And unlike the others who went down that attachment route, we were like, huh, okay. I'm gonna keep loving the world though, but I'll make sure not to let you know about it. And you and you and you, you, you know, and you just keep moving forward. The pausing, once you're able to do this, instead of doing the shame cycle and the fault, you do okay this is where I stand okay this is what the external and this is that inner growth mindset because you're looking at the inner conflict if you will from this place of you your heart and your mind all in one now the sensations we know are important so you want to pay attention to how your body's calling you to do whatever it is and your brain if it feels hard it is hard and it's Okay, so I'm thinking these things and feeling these things, and this is what's presented to me, the unknown, uncertain, unwanted, unexpected, yada, 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 not denying it, this is how I feel. So what's my wiggle room to help me feel a little bit better right now? While sitting in neutrality or learning equanimity depends on what you're you know, dealing with to get out of the 3D, 4D energetic space, mindset space, and then you're not withdrawing from humanity, you're just reassessing with what a love cycle. So this is all with you in your physiological state of compassion because you began immediately rhythmically breathing. You pause. You bring love to your heart. And really, it's the land of neutral. You don't have to bring love, but you want to bring curiosity. You want to bring a level of I'm interested, I'm intrigued in what I'm about to explore from my own primary and secondary consciousness, from my own inner world. I'm exploring two things, things that I don't like. I'm not liking what, because again, we're usually going to be aware of the things we don't like because your body is aware of danger. The pain thing, the negativity bias, is because we contract when we're expressing and we get, it's, it's, a, it's a dynamic. And so you just look at it and instead of fighting it, you welcome it you know that the battle is there for a reason but again there's no physical battle it's an emotional and mental thing and in the body it's not something the only difference is learning that you can have an attachment style so the sense of self was wired a certain way and that there are things that take place that people will potentially be addicted to there's a way for the karmic relationships i mentioned it because there's a way that is described as addictive because of the crystallization that happens there's like a whole thing with the mind And then when you learn about, you know, our energy bodies and this entire dynamic between like the avoidant and the anxious with the energetic field. So there is a pull, however, understanding it is what's supposed to free people, but most people, they just say, well, no, I cannot, because they feel the pull and they see the inclined wanting, the desire, and here's where, that's your choice, that's your free will choice. That's the day you get to start saying, am I gonna keep being an adaptive child or am I gonna be a functional adult? And I, Am I gonna stay in attachment style or am I gonna empower myself? Am I gonna be myself? Your true self is just you. Use your name. This is what I, I love using, Mar- Mar- Maria. I love my name. And you know, I learned as a teenager how I stopped correcting people who would keep calling me Mary. They keep calling me Mary. You know how pissed off I was. At a certain point, I just had to give it up. I did not give it up happily. It was because all of my friends would not listen to me. And the ones who liked teasing me because I'd get so angry, they would keep teasing me. A bunch of jerkwads. Yes, definitely. So I just said, Maria, going to have to let it go. And nothing changed. They still call me Mary. And I have learned how to just be quiet and not say anything at all. So, you know, every one of us has these things as we're growing up. The enlightenment soul age with the 5D person has become enamored with these flaws and imperfections. This is the beauty of becoming a grown-up. that we're not afraid of fear. We have respect, we have um, compassion. Respect, maybe not always, but there's definitely compassion and empathy. And the more you know about the attachment styles and the way the brain works, the more you can help people to understand you do have a choice. That it feels like you don't, it's because yes, there's a mechanism. Only you can choose to push yourself into a personal development journey versus staying in a symptom relief journey, which is what the 3D, 4D people stay in because they just repeat their karma, their past over and over again. They won't know any better, but the 5D person knows. But again, we know that some people want solace. They don't want to expand, and that's okay because what has the world moving forward is water, air, and our lovely land so we're going to be invested in that as for social politically economically we're also invested in that but we're not shouting at each other we're trying to spread true compassion so let's stop labeling all people all and work with our words as grown-ups and i leave you with this sending you my love have a wonderful day everyone